0: Welcome to Embruns Podcast, episode number 15.
1: Consistency in training. Do your runs weekly.
0: Visit com to listen to our previous podcast episodes, get discount codes, and links to our social media
1: channels. I'd like to welcome Steph Clark to Emberon's Podcast. Steph, how are you doing today? I'm fine, Simone, and yourself? I'm doing good. Have you got any running today? No, not yet. Uh, I'm on night shift, I work a rotating shift on my job. And when I'm on night shift, uh, I still get up between 6:30 and 7. But it usually takes me an hour or so to get going before I actually hit the road.
0: What's your daily training schedule like?
1: Uh, three to five miles. You know, nothing heavy, especially in this weather. And then try to get, you know, double-digit run on Sunday. You know, I never have done a lot of miles anyway. You know, I'm more of a short distance runner.
0: Can you tell us about your running journey?
1: Well, I had been um, very athletic in the early stages of my childhood. You know, played everything up to age 15. and At age 15, got my first car and kind of went wild with everything that was beneficial to me, basically, including sports. Went in a different direction until I was 25 years old, and I uh, stumbled upon the Coleman Hart Run. It was a 10K and two-mile run that they had in Coleman, which is my hometown, back through the early 80s to through, through the mid-90s, actually. It was, they had it for quite a few years, but uh, somehow or another, I ended up signing up for the two-mile run. That was in 1989. And I did that two mile run. That was the only one I did for about three years there. And uh, I was running one mile a day. That was the extent of my running at the time. I actually didn't realize there was this whole, I guess you call it like a subculture of, of runners that went to different cities all over the, the state, you know, to do runs, um, literally every weekend. And, uh, later on, when I, I'll call it getting serious about running. I guess you call it serious because I was—I uh, lived in Coleman, and I would drive to Huntsville, Gadsden, Birmingham every week. And the first few years, I got serious about running. I was—I probably did forty to forty-five races a year, and uh, you know, mainly five k's and ten k's. Um, and then tried the Rocket City Marathon in '94. Did not do another marathon until Mercedes started up there. Their marathon in 2001, I believe it was, you know, since I worked for them and they comped the entry, that was a, a given that I would run that. And I've done that one every year. And I've done Rocky City again and a couple more of the marathons. But, you know, like I said, I'm more of a short, short distance runner. Okay, I've uh, managed to remain injury free, you know, in the 25 years. I've been running now, so it's worked out pretty good.
0: Over the years I have seen you running really fast, five K's and ten Ks, even marathon. Uh, what do you contribute to to run that fast or you know, speed that you have? Is it all training or is it natural or
1: Training of course, you gotta train. I am consistent in my training, but like I like I said, I don't do a lot of a lot of miles, you know, uh, there's been a couple of years that I got semi serious on my training for Mercedes and, and did some longer runs. You know, of course, every year I try to do at least a couple of 20 plus milers. As far as the, the 5Ks, um, the three and five miles that I do daily, uh, I live in a very hilly neighborhood for one. And, you know, um, I heard, read the saying years ago that it makes sense that hills are speed work in disguise. I've never really had a structured training plan where I do, you know, speed work one day, uh, hills another, um, such as that. But I think the consistent training on the hills uh, helps the speed. But um, like I said, Earlier in life, you know, I, I feel like I, I do have a, a little bit of natural ability, and it, of course, you know, it's all relative to mine. I mean, every runner I know is ten times faster than uh, 99% of the couch potatoes out there. So, you know, you, uh, you comparing yourself to somebody else is it's, it's um, you, you'll always find somebody faster, but uh, I've, I've never considered myself faster than you know the the fast runners because when I first started running for years there it was I was the, the at the back of the lead pack every race and uh, but that's a whole nother chapter we could cover there because and I've had this conversation with several runners too that uh, I've known for a long time uh, that the, how the times the winning times of local 5Ks. Seem to have crept up over the years. You know, like the, the times that I was running back in the mid nineties, which was a minute, minute and a half faster than what I am now, never won races. And then all of a sudden it, it's, yeah. I don't know what caused the faster runners just to stay home, but, um, you know, 18 minutes started winning races. And uh, of course, I'm not complaining, but, uh, that's, uh, that's the fact. And, uh, you know, you see it even today.
0: One other thing, probably is there's so many races out there. We have you know, from what what you what you started back in back in days, so that also contributes.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. Absolutely, like the field's been diluted a little.
0: Do you uh, speed up in the hill, or are you just kind of put it to a consistent speed?
1: Consistent. Um, I try not to run what what I've heard referred to as junk miles. We're just kind of plodding along. I catch myself falling back into a law, you know, a lot of times where I am just kind of plodding along, but I always try to be mindful of that and put a little more effort into it. Um, and, you know, the whole thing about not doing the longer distances, I, you know, I will will do the longer distances, but I, I never feel like I'm um, properly trained for it, prepared for them. So, uh, and that's a time uh, constraint, you know, with uh, four kids, two of them being under age 10 still today, uh, it's tough to, you know, pull out two hours a day or so to properly train for a longer distance run. So um, when I am out there doing my three to five miles a day, I try to make it count. So I don't intentionally speed up on hills. I wish I could. A lot of times it's all I can do to keep running up hills. But uh, that's uh, that's how I approach it, you know. Just try try to try to make the miles count.
0: Other uh, topic I want to lead into talking about uh, running. You're know, running post. your age 50. How does that work for you?
1: Well, I can definitely feel, you know, uh, the effects of my age. One thing I I have consciously uh, been aware of in the past couple of years, is my body's reaction to, say, uh, heat. You know, when I mow my yard, I've always used a, a push mower. I've never had a ride mower, and, and that's intentional. I like the aer- aer- aerobic workout I get. I actually sprint using my, my lawnmower. And um, I can tell now versus years ago uh, that, you know, when I'm when I mowing my yard, I have to stop, take a break every now and then, and get some water. And because I can just feel the toll on my body, it, it just wears me out. And uh, you know, it's um, you, you can't deny nature. You know that uh, your body changes over time, and um, it uh, it has affected me. And and another thing with the as I've gotten older, you know, I mentioned back in the early days, uh, I used to love doing the five Ks every weekend. It would just, you know, as, as soon as I would leave one Saturday morning, I was thinking about the next weekend, what I was going to do. And now I just, uh, I still like to race them, you know, but it's not the, the all consuming passion that it was back then. Um, now it's about, uh, you know, basically temple maintenance, I guess you could say, um. Uh, Referring to my body as the temple, which we are to take care of. And, and uh, you know, I want to, it, uh, obviously it improves your chances of a long life if you take care of yourself. And um, that's that's what I, my main goal is these days. Of course, I still love to run, still like to compete, but that's not my main focus these days. It's, uh, you know, trying to stay healthy and, and feel good every day. and uh,
0: Let's switch the topic for a few minutes. Can you talk about your timing company or timing you do for the running community here in Birmingham and
1: surrounding the area? Always admired Rick Melanson's. Uh, you know, it seemed like there for uh, years, he was the main guy that did all the timing on the 5Ks around Birmingham. And uh, I was always impressed with his setup. You know, he was always prepared, uh, always did a great job. And, um, I always thought, you know, that's something I'd like to get into. When uh, my church, Flint Hill Baptist, uh, started having a 5K, past week was our fifth annual, it motivated me to uh, start timing uh, the manual timing. And, of course, it's a simple concept. You know, you pull the bib tabs. And uh, so I bought me a clock. It was the first step. And basically, uh, that's it. I did uh, the manual timing for about three years, and then two years ago, bought a uh, RFID chip timing system, which is a um, mine's nothing elaborate. You know, it uses reusable chips, uh, which is a cost-saving measure. I want to keep the the fees I charge uh, at a manageable level for The smaller 5Ks, you know, chip timing can get expensive. Um, But like I said, I want to try to keep it at a a lower cost and keep my market down around the 100 to 200 participant level, you know, uh, to try to keep it at a one-man operation. That's pretty much where I'm at. I I do travel all over uh, North Alabama. Uh, I get inquiries from... uh, several different people throughout the state uh, on a regular basis and uh, i will travel and uh, it's worked out good so far you know sometimes it's a it's a struggle like i said when i'm on uh, my job has always been for 20 years now it's a two-week rotation so when i'm on night shift i work friday nights and get off sometimes early saturday morning and sometimes there's not but a couple hour turnaround there where i have to get up and head out for a time in Uh, deal or and sometimes to run too but uh, it's worked out good so far that's a when we talk about the health um, aspect of running and this is getting off track again too Simon from your original question but I want to throw this in there because this is where I fail as a health conscious runner continually and I'm sure I'm not the only one uh, but the rest aspect Talking about the getting up after a couple of hours of sleep and going all day on Saturdays. That's one thing where I fail miserably is the rest part and not necessarily just a, a good night's sleep, failing to get a good night's sleep. Uh, and, and, you know, I'll get I'll throw a nap in. And that's another thing I've improved on in the past couple of years is uh, I'm not afraid to lay down and take me a, a nap in the middle of the day. Regardless of what's going on, if I feel like I'm tired, I'll lay down and take a nap. I used to naps were unheard of. I just drank more coffee. But um, that's one thing that I would urge anybody and everybody, if you can improve on, is rest. And not just the the, the the hours of sleep that we get per night, but uh, also rest days from our running. And, and that's another area where I fail uh, in the health aspect of it is, uh, on days that I'm supposed to be resting, I, I feel like I need to do something. I'll get out and ride a bike just a couple of miles or maybe just run one mile. And that's, people may frown on that, but I just, sometimes I just feel like I just need to get some blood pumping and it helps to do a mile or, you know, get on the bike and do a couple miles. So, but the timing aspect, yeah, I do, um, uh, that, you know, and uh, it's been, it, it's worked out good so far now for going on five years and, um, Anybody needs a race time? Give me a call, and if I don't have a race book that weekend, we'll talk.
0: One thing I was going to ask you, as a runner, um, and now you're timing, what do you feel different here? Do you appreciate more what time do, or?
1: <laughs> oh, someone, yeah. We could talk for hours on that too, because back in the early days, I can remember approaching a, a race director, you know, in the middle of an award ceremony because I felt like I did not place when I should have, and I've criticized race directors before, not berated them, but made comments that were not positive, put it that way, and not realizing what goes into a race and the the so many avenues that that can go wrong in a race that is totally out of the race director's control. You know, um there's so many so many things that uh, you have to be aware of and it is a totally different perspective when you're when you're on the organizing end of a race.
0: One thing I wanna mention what you mentioned here to go about arresting. As an ultra runner, anything that that I can get, whether rest or not rest, we call it training.
1: Tell you what, when you start talking ultra, I just I just cannot comprehend. You know, it's all I can do to to complete the marathons that I do uh, when I do them. But I told somebody the other day, I I, I still can't comprehend you ultra marathoners, uh, and have nothing but pure admiration for you. But to to do a hundred miler. I salute you, sir.
0: We come down to our sprint round. Are you ready for a sprint round, Jeff?
1: I think, Sumon. I'm not real sure, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> what type of shoes do you wear? I've never had a an issue with my feet, so uh, it's basically what's on sale.
0: <laughs> what type of GPS device do you use?
1: Garmin, the uh, base model. Hey, and going back to the shoes, I really prefer Nike. Uh, Nike darts are a, a, a model that I've bought consistently. They're around 40 bucks, cheap enough, and that's what I go with.
0: Is that the fast and light shoes?
1: They're trainers. Uh, I guess you would classify them as a trainer, but, uh, I race and I, I found racing flats to be beneficial years ago, and I've always kept several pairs of those. Got a pair of Nike. I've got a Mizuno. Um, I think I got a Brooks and I just swapped them out. They're all really light. But, uh, the, as far as the trainers go, uh, I have more Nikes than anything.
0: What is your fastest 510?
1: Now, this is going back to 1995, but a 1646. What about a marathon? That's 259.47 in 2010.
0: That's fast, do you do any of the marathon these days or you stay the shorter distance?
1: I will do Mercedes every year as long as, as long as the, you know they're a sponsor, but like I said, I work for them and they comp our entry fee and uh I love it any regardless uh, I would even if I were not employed there, I would still do that one every year and uh, you know, I would like to get into the longer distances. Um, consistently it's just a, a matter of having time to train properly but but I do have a goal though um, I mentioned earlier I've never really stuck with a training plan the, the closest I've come to sticking to a plan was in 2010 when I barely got under three and that was because a friend of mine Duncan Heron um, who lives back behind me prodded me he would pull me out and take me on longer runs through the week and, and make sure I got the longer runs in on the weekend. But even then, we, you know, it wasn't a, a very uh, structured training plan. He just chugged uh, me out more than uh, I, I would have on my own. So um, one day I plan on adhering to a plan and just to see the results. I know I, I, I'm pretty sure I could do better. Than the 259, but time's running out, you know, because I'm I can't wait till I'm 60 to try it. So I'm gonna have to get on the ball here.
0: What is your favorite race?
1: Mercedes. It's like a homecoming, you know. I love going to the expo. Um, I love the fact that my employer sponsors it. Uh, I just love everything about Mercedes. What do you think about trail running? I love it. Um, I, I don't mind trail running. The only thing that, uh, I struggle with on trail running is, uh, any race I do, I, I'm, I'm trying to go as fast as I can. Obviously, I think most people are, Um some may be out just for the scenery and, and just for the exercise aspect of it. But if I pay entry fee for a race, I'm going to race. And, uh, just like at the Memorial Day race, out at Oak Mountain, I got off course twice, and it was no one's fault but my own. But what I was doing was I was focusing on the trail, the technical aspect of the trail, trying to make sure I didn't uh, bust my face. Uh, that I missed a turn twice. That is just one thing I've got to uh, adapt to uh, in, in any future trail races. Is try to pay more attention to the uh, turns in a race uh, to keep from getting off course was what ended up happening Memorial Day weekend was uh, I, after I got off course I was trying to make up time and going even faster and ended up stepping off the trail and rolled my ankle and I thought I had broke it uh, but uh, luckily it, that, that turned out not to be the case but um I love trail running Um one thing I discovered last summer was that Uh, The longer a longer distance, of course, it's not a longer distance to uh, an ultra guy like yourself. But the 18 miler that I did last July, uh, like to suck the life right out of me. Um, I found out I wasn't prepared, and um, that was a very technical race as well. So, but uh, I I like the trail running from the aspect of your eye foot coordination that it takes, you know. uh, that's where I struggle though, just like, uh, talking about the race last year in July, uh, and the one Memorial Day this past month was trying to, uh, focus on the technical aspect of the trail. You gotta adjust your speed somewhat. And, uh, I like that aspect of it. You know, I like, uh, the, the challenge of, uh, running on, uh, a different surface than just a flat pavement. But, yeah, I, I love trail running. There's
0: a difference between the Trinidad Trail and the Racine Trail. And, and it's very easy to get lost. And once you miss that flag, you're just off the course.
1: Yeah, I uh, know. You know, there was one out at a uh, Ruffner two years ago where I got off course. And I kept coming back around the same way like three times. And I could not <laughs> figure out how to get off that stinking mountain. I finally just had to go down a... Like a sheer cliff face through massive kudzu, and popped out on a Porto Madrid Boulevard. Just ran my way back to the start line. But anyway, that's a whole other chapter, I guess. Um, yeah,
0: that's another chapter for <laughs> one-on-one trail running. Right. You said you didn't follow any training plan, right?
1: No, no, no structured training plan. You know, I've written, I've printed them out. Um, I've saved articles, you know, trying to, uh, trying to see the effects of, uh, what a good structured training plan would have on my, my racing, you know, performance, I guess you could say. Um, and, uh, I've half-heartedly stuck to them, you know, and it, it just seems like it, there's always something, you know, on the day that I'm supposed to do, a 11 miler that, you know, I've. I'll, I'll have something else going on and have to spend a couple of extra hours at work and then I'm off off plan and then it's just like, hey, I'll just run what I can and when I can and let that be it. And that's pretty much how it's gone for 20-some-odd years.
0: What type of nutrition plan do you follow?
1: Oh, that's another thing. I'm glad, glad you mentioned that. That is one thing I do try. You word try if you stick to. It. As you probably know, it's tough to eat healthy all the time, but you know, fruits, vegetables, uh, nuts uh, probably eat too many nuts, uh, but I have just really developed fondness for nuts in the past couple years and um, eat a lot of those. Uh, try not to eat a big meal, you know, right before you go to bed to try to keep from putting on. Any additional pounds, because obviously the lighter you are, the faster you're going to be. But I've always, but you know, I'm not afraid of pizza either. You know, I I could actually eat pizza every day of my life, but obviously that's not a very healthy nutrition plan. Um, I do take a multivitamin supplement uh, daily, and um, coffee with cream and sugar in the mornings, usually my breakfast. I know it's probably not the healthiest thing, but it's worked for me and, you know, by lunchtime I'm, uh, ready for some real food and, uh, try to eat, eat healthy as best I can.
0: Before we end in our interview, can you give us some word of advice to people who listen to
1: us today? Consistency in training, meaning do your runs weekly. Take at least one day off. Um, for me, not I, I feel like someone 20 25 years of running and never having a major in, injury is probably due to the fact that I don't do the, the the longer runs. I've had so many friends of mine that they really get into running, and then the next thing I know, they're doing 70 80 mile weeks, and the next thing I hear, they you know, they've uh torn an Achilles or something. I and But then again, I've known runners who do those kind of, uh, that kind of mileage weekly and, uh, they remain injury free. But for me personally, I, I feel like it, it's, it's kept me injury free. But, um, main thing is the consistency. Just, just keep up your, your training. Um, do what you can when you can. Uh, do the best you can as far as the nutrition goes. Um, In a race, too, you've got to. If you ever want to PR, you're going to have to step outside your comfort zone, obviously. You can't go out full force uh, from the start uh, and always maintain a faster pace, but in order to ever set a PR, you're going to have to go a little faster than you're accustomed to. Some days you can maintain it, some days you can't. But, um, for me personally, um, and, and I've discovered this too, the adrenaline factor of being in a race uh, is, is a major factor for me because I have trained on race courses before to try to improve my time and I've never been able to match what I've been able to run in an actual race on that same course. I, in a training run, I will push as hard as I can and I, I never come close. So. You know, the adrenaline factor uh, comes into play too when, when, uh, you're racing, obviously. So, uh, but the consistency and nutrition and, uh, I would say rest is a key. Uh, however, I don't have the experience really because I've never, uh, been able to, you know, you read of elite runners sleeping 10 hours a night. Um, you know, 10 hours is my two day total a lot of times so uh, I can't really give much experience on the rest aspect but it's it obviously uh, a factor that we, we could all use. That's it. Uh, consistency and nutrition.
0: Sounds like a great advice and thank you. Alright, Suman,
1: Thank you for, right, Simon, thank you for uh, speaking with me.